Well, hello, Toowoomba. Welcome to October. Yep, October. Three months until we can finally say goodbye to 2020. As always, our podcast is proudly supported by Recognition Plus. Put your name where it counts. From promo gear and trophies to name badges, they will help you be seen. Happy long weekend, and as we begin episode 34, we hope everyone is out and about supporting local businesses. Speaking of local businesses, this week we hear about the Toowoomba Chamber of Commerce Focus HR Business Excellence Awards. The changes they have made this year and their easier process to become involved. So if you know a fantastic local business, nominate them or even nominate yourself. There are 10 days left. We also have our monthly catch up with the Mayor about what is going on around town. Now in the news of the week, we will cover most of the news with the Mayor in the last five minutes of the podcast. But Talking Toowoomba has some news this week. Our TV ad has been shot, produced and approved. So stand by in the next week or so on the Win Network. We would like to take the opportunity to thank Terry Adams-Munn and Jamae Nelda who organised the Christmas in July event where we won this great ad package which was donated by Win Toowoomba. So thank you to all. And lastly, Kat Lynn from Sunny and Cat Photography and Chris from Through a Lens Media who made us both look so good. So let's start the show with Todd and Deb from the Chamber explaining how this year's awards will work. I think one of the um, biggest events that we held in uh, September was the launch of the Business Excellence Awards 2020. And we proudly announced our new naming sponsor, a locally owned and operated and nationally recognised business, Focus HR. So it's so great to have them on board. And this year's awards will be special. You know, we will acknowledge the challenging year of our business community. We'll acknowledge their strength, their aptitude and their resilience in a worldwide pandemic. 2020, what a year it has been. And in response to that, Deb, the awards notes um, is going to have some changes. So uh, you want to outline to our members what those changes or some of those changes? Don't give away all our secrets, just some of those changes. Absolutely. So it's going to be a revised COVID safe event celebrating our business community amongst all their achievements that they have uh, gone through this year. The awards will remain the Toowoomba region's premier black tie function. However, they have been reimagined to be a sit-down theatre-style ceremony in the iconic Empire Theatre. Well, I can't wait. Should uh, be good. I'm so looking forward to it. Uh, it'll be my inverted commas first uh, for the Business <laughs> Excellence Awards in yep. Toowoomba. Um, but let's hope uh, it is a great night. We look forward to many people coming along. You should also note, Deb, uh, we've tried to simplify the process this year, the application process. Uh, it's a simple, applic- simple application form. Um, we're requiring our judges to do site visits. And, of course, um, the great thing is there's going to be a short video that you submit where you get to tell uh, us uh, what your business does. So that will be interesting to see. So hopefully that will make it simpler and we get more applicants. And, you know, we'll do some media actually later in the week because we've got over 500 nominations so far, over 500. So in the shorter period, we've outstripped uh, heading towards doubling 
um, the nominations from 2019. So it's pretty exciting. The other great thing, Deb, we've got some new categories, right, this year. So we've... We do. We've got the health and well-being category, which is being sponsored by the Bank of Queensland Rangeville. And the, Thank you, Jamie. Yes. And the Jerry Damani Export Award, which is being sponsored by TSBE. Thank you, Tisby. Absolutely. Uh, this is a special award. I mean, uh, obviously, I moved back here, Deb, uh, mm-hmm. after many years away in uh, 2000 and what year am I in? 2019. Again, last year. Um, and I can tell you the accolades for uh, Jerry Damani is why we called it the Jerry Damani Export Award. The accolades for her, mm-hmm. um, she is held in such high regard. Absolutely. So, and her role in exporting in this region. So proud to work with Tisby um, yeah, on the Jerry Damani Expert Award for the first time in 2020. I guess we, we want to thank all our sponsors for showing their support, especially Focus HR, who went out on a, a limb to come and celebrate this on the 12th of December, 2020. So the nominations, as we said, are open. Uh, they've been open uh, for a couple of weeks now. Um, so you have uh, about 15 days to make your application. So get... There will be no extensions this year. No extensions. Was there extensions last there year? There was then? extensions last year. We get those phone calls. Can we please have that little bit of an extension? But we do have a bit of a shortened time due to COVID this year. So we do encourage people to get onto their applications. We will soon have the application. Uh, we've got an application workshop coming up. We will have it available on our website so you are able to see, get some tips and tricks about how to complete your application. So welcome to 2020. Uh, the chamber's uh, tilted, yep. uh, if you like, uh, and you'll be able to work out how to apply just by clicking onto our website and uh, watching the presentation yeah. on how to apply. Presentation by Focus HR in conjunction with the Chamber. So that'll be great. Now remember this year the awards too, it's a, it's a different, it's an Oscar-like ceremony. So we are in the process at the Chamber of booking some after-party venues, which you'll be able to secure your tickets before you go. Now they will be limited. It's a busy time of year. Okay. So uh, we should hopefully have exclusive. those out. And exclusive. Oh, very exclusive. <laughs> I mean, if you don't go to one of these events, you will no doubt hear about it. Nominations and applications are now open for the Focus HR Business Excellence Awards 2020. If you know a local business that excels in an industry, nominate them today. Categories include tourism, professional services, hospitality, retail and more. Don't miss the opportunity to be part of the Toowoomba region's most prestigious business awards. Nominations and applications close October 15. Nominate today at toowoombachamber.com.au. Well, it's October already, so it's time for a monthly chat with Mayor Paul Antonio. Morning, Paul. Good morning. Uh, very special time in Toowoomba, of course, isn't it? We'll talk about that, no doubt, in a moment. But I think it's a time like this when we ought to be very thankful that we actually live in this special place. Absolutely. Wow, what a great Carnival of Flowers event it's been. Over for another year. And as we mentioned last episode, funding has been secured for the next five years, which is fantastic. So what were your top three highlights this year? Well, uh, there were quite a few, actually. I think the gardeners and the parks were something that just caught my imagination and caught my thoughts uh, and how lucky we are to have the capacity that we have in our gardening operation here at TRC. The people who are so very passionate about it, of course, it was a very different scenario with COVID-19 rolling out. But in saying that, Queen's Park alone, over 10 days, had a 116,000 visitors. 
Wow. Now, we, you know, and that's big. I think there was a change in how things happened this year. No carnival parade, no food and wine festival, but people focused very clearly on these magnificent gardens that we have in Queen's Park, in Laurel Bank Park, Picnic Point, and, of course, right across the region. So uh, we're very pleased the way it rolled out. And I think, to be honest, in my view, is that we may learn something from this. In the future, you may even see a rather different carnival of flowers where we do focus more on the beautiful gardens and maybe not quite so much or maybe a rearranged food and wine festival or a rearranged a carnival parade. Now, that's Paul Antonio's view. That may not be the view of all my colleagues, but I think there have been learnings this time that we ought to take on board. Now, we've spoken quite a bit on the podcast about the Council's Change Program. Can you tell us a bit more about the next round of Jamie's Ministry of Food Online? Well, of course, this is all about health in our community. And, of course, each and every one of us need to be aware of the need to look after ourselves, whether it be from a mental health prospect or uh, the perspective of uh, what you eat and, and the food. So got to register by the 5th of October. Our change program will be providing some opportunities for people to learn a lot about different types of foods, all those sort of things. And if you look at the various sessions we're having, one will be about breakfast, one will be about the pasta, one will be about the Mexican fiesta, which sounds pretty exciting. Then the next one will be about pizzas, and then the next one will be about sourcing around, which is talking about sources. So, you know, there's a whole lot of things there that we can all take notice of, but the change program is focused on better health in our community, and uh, we're certainly very, very keen that this goes forward and we make sure that we improve the health of our community. And, of course, what we do know is that when the statistics are done, uh, Toowoomba does not fare well when it comes to obesity and all those sort of things. So you want to take the community on a journey in the hope that they can eat better, they can do more exercise, and uh, they'll be better in themselves. Now, of course, there's a great activity directory that's been put out on the change project by the Toowoomba Regional Council. Yes. And I actually have one of them here in my office, which I picked up at my local chemist. And it's a great, great little resource. Yeah, absolutely. Look, we're very committed to this, uh, very committed indeed, because it's for the good of the community. And from a council perspective, it doesn't cost an arm and a leg, but it is about uh, people taking control of their lives and eating better and, and, and moving around, doing some exercise. Uh, we want to make the new 2020-21 spring-summer period a healthy and a very active period for our community. And that's the directory is focused at that. Now, Paul, the year is very quickly coming to an end, uh, which means nominations for the Australia Day 2021 are open. Can you tell us a bit more about this, please? Well, look, every year we should remember those who've gone above and beyond in our community in a voluntary capacity. And there are many, many people who do that. And they need to be recognised not only in their small communities, but here regionally. We need to do all of that. So the nominations will close on the 31st of October, and then an assessment will be done. But as you know and I know, we're very proud of who we are, very proud of this community, very proud of the livability. And a big chunk of that livability comes out of the good people who are prepared to give their time and their effort to make this a better place. So there'll be a number of categories this year. 
There'll be Citizen of the Year, that's for people older than 26. Citizen of the Year from an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander perspective. Young Citizen of the Year, and they will be under 26. There'll be a cultural award. There'll be sporting awards, so it's senior and junior. And then there'll be the community group, which, of course, tells a good story about people coming together and working together to make this a better place. As I said before, we're very, very lucky to live here in this community and have this compassion that there is and this volunteer spirit that makes this such a great place. Yeah, there's definitely no no better place to live. Now, can you give us an update on the, the extension to the water tank rebate scheme, please? Well, we, we believe that uh, water tanks on houses, and this went through council the other day, water tanks on houses are part of the solution to our water problem. Not a big chunk, but they are certainly part of it. The scheme was introduced in November 2019. There have been 35 successful applicants who receive a $300 rebate at the cost of council. Okay, that ended up costing the council a mere $10,500. But what it did, it did subsidise tanks in people's homes so that they can use that in a way that they wish, whether they want to use that through a filtering system for the household, whether they want to use it just simply for the gardens. By collecting the water that comes off their roof, uh, they will certainly make a difference. Uh, but the new criteria will allow tanks of at least 5,000 litre capacity to be retrofitted to existing houses and uh, to commercial property. We encourage people to do that. The scheme has changed to allow rebates of $300 for a 5,000 litre tank and $500 for a 10,000 litre tank for each eligible property. Now, we're happy to support that. We believe it is a good way of collecting water. There'll be a maximum of one application per existing household. Water tank rebate will apply retrospectively to applicants from the 1st of July 2020 under the scheme, and we've got we've allowed a maximum of $20,000 to be spent on this one. And if it gets close to that, we may review it. Okay, well, thanks again for popping in and sharing an update about what's happening out and about in our Toowoomba community. And I look forward to chatting to you again in November, Paul. Yeah, look forward to that time. And it'll be, um, let's hope that in the meantime, we will have seen some rain uh, and we'll uh, continue to have uh, this lifestyle that we can that we love so much. I think in the next month, there may be some uh, particularly good news stories to come out around some major projects. Hopefully that will be clarified and we'll be able to move forward and Toowoomba will have the vibrancy that we are expecting and have been expecting for years. Excellent. Thanks again, Paul. Bye for now. Thanks, Mike. Bye. What's On brought to you by the Toowoomba Regional Council. Wednesday the 7th of October, WordPress Meetup from 6pm at Canvas Coworking in Rutland Street. Thursday the 8th of October, the RSM Federal Budget Breakfast hosted by the Toowoomba Chamber of Commerce. Friday, the 9th of October, the Oki Youth Project is on as usual from 6.30pm for 12 to 24-year-olds. Saturday the 10th, Croquet Come and Try is on 9 till 12 at the West Toowoomba Croquet Club in Taylor Street. The Crow's Nest SES Open Day is on from 12 to 3pm, Timber Street, Crow's Nest. Sunday the 11th, Wooden Spoon Making Workshop, 8.30am till 3pm. Scooter and Skate Workshop in Centenary Heights from 9am till 1pm. 
Mick Lindsay Spring Series at the Met Hotel from 2pm. See Council Events page or Facebook events for more details on these and more. Please support our local markets. On Saturday the 10th of October, the Toowoomba's Farmers Markets is on from 8am under the windmill at Cobb & Co Museum. And for those wanting a road trip, the Yarraman Markets are also on from 7am. And on Sunday the 11th of October, the Toowoomba PCYC Markets at the PCYC Toowoomba from 6am. The Makers Markets Toowoomba Mills Street Precinct from 8am. Well, that's it again for another week. Thanks again to our local supporters, Recognition Plus. Find them at recognitionplus.com.au for all your promotional needs. Please tell your friends about us and help us out by subscribing to the podcast. See you around, Toowoomba.